Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, I'm Ed. This is the Faith in Kids podcast. This is for every age group. Welcome, and I'm here with Jam and Amy. Jam, what are we doing today? Well, I would love to spend the whole episode talking about pumpkins because I love them. In fact, the other day I bought five. I got so excited about pumpkins. But this is the time of year when there are lots of sort of festivals that sort of wham together and uh, Halloween gets mentioned but we're going to talk about light and Jesus and a whole load of other stuff like that uh, to help us celebrate this time of year. Is that right, Amy? It absolutely is. And today, because we think you're probably at home, we want you to go and get a prop. So this is your warning that you need to go and get a prop. You need to go and find somewhere in your house or wherever it is you're staying a light. Anything that lights up. A torch, a candle, your bedside lamp, something that has a light on it. Go! Ed's doing the running dance. Maybe you shouldn't get your mum's bedside lamp or the Tiffany lamp from the hall. Maybe not that. The Tiffany lamp. (laughs) What a Tiffany lamp. One with the beautiful. Very expensive. Yeah, the cut glass. (laughs) There's a big outdoor torch on our freezer. Which I have to say, despite being a 45-year-old man, I loved it when I got to buy it because it's basically that really, really chunky torch. That you could you um, could kill a burglar with. <laughs> well, I'd like to think so. <laughs> bigger the man, bigger the torch. Okay, I hope you've got something that lights up. We're going to use that later. But for now, we're going to think about fun facts. And these all concern light and darkness. And Amy's got one that she's going to try and top my fun facts with. So good luck, Amy. But I'm going to go off first and then you can come in with yours. Excellent. And then Ed will decide which fact is the most fun. You ready, Ed? You listening? Certainly am. Go. Hit me. I'm thinking about animals at night. There's a fun fact about moths. Does it ever occur to you that when you see a moth at night and it starts hovering around your, your lamp, you just think, you had all day for this. Where have you been? There is so much light in the day. Somebody needs to tell them about the day because they're going to go mad when they see it. 
But I discovered that moths don't come out in the day because they are small and clumsy when they fly and therefore easy to eat. Wow. So they hide in the day uh, and come out at night when it's safer for them. Isn't that fun? Thank you, Jan. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, Also fun to know that tigers are nocturnal or a bit nocturnal. Um, so they often go hunting at night because it's so hot during the day. Hence the tiger, tiger burning bright in the forest of the night poem. Very Ooh, good. There but we here's go. the fun fact about tigers, because um, when they wee, it smells like buttered popcorn. <laughs> now, rhino's wee does not smell like buttered popcorn. I know that because I've smelled How, a rhino. Why do you know that? Wow. <laughs> I've okay. smelled a rhino's wee at Chester Zoo. It was one of those interactive exhibits. So oh, wow. Okay. Definitely not well, butter this... popcorn. Not sure I can describe it, but it's not butter okay, popcorn. That's probably the best that you don't. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll move swiftly on from that. Amy, do you think you can top any of my random nocturnal animal facts? I don't know, Jam, but I'm going to give it a go. Now, it won't be any surprise to you to know that my facts are lighthouse related. I'm a big fan of lighthouses. Did you know that there are around 60 lighthouses in the UK currently in operation and I feel I haven't quite managed to get my family to visit them all but it's a challenge I still have yet to complete. By the way for the listeners Amy is not joking she really (laughs) does love lighthouses and does drag her family to see lighthouses. It's true it's true. Did you know that the light from a single lighthouse from a single bulb in the lighthouse can be seen 20 nautical miles away from the lighthouse? One bulb, 20 nautical miles away, the soldier, the soldier, the sailor can see it. And a nautical mile is slightly longer than a normal mile. That is a long way. Thanks to the wonder of a Fresnel lens. Wow. There you go. It focuses the light, Ed, and it shines it further away. And he was a French designer, but the Stevenson brothers are the greatest engineers of lighthouses that were from Scotland. There you go. You're tr- you're trying to win me round with engineering, Amy. And it, it, yeah. it, it, the stories of how they built lighthouses are amazing. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to declare a winner because you're both my friends. I love that I did not know that tigers were nocturnal, and any fact that means a small light can be seen twenty miles away is a good fact. Thank you very much to both of miles. The reason we are talking a lot about darkness and light is because today we are looking at Halloween and the story that light always wins. In the Bible, light always wins and we're going to see how Jesus Christ is that light. Jam, do you have a question for us? Here is the whip around question. When were you last afraid or what made you last jump in the dark? So everyone have a discussion of that in a moment. But first, uh, to get the ball rolling, um, Amy and Ed, when were you last frightened of something in the dark? I was last frightened um, in that it was in the gloom rather than the dark. We were cycling home from school. So we're cycling to school at the moment. It's get, starting to get slightly gloomier. And as we were cycling home with our safety equipment on, there was a very large lorry coming the other way and we were going past parked cars at the time and it was quite scary to think has he seen us are we all about to so cycling close to a very loud large rumbling lorry with my children was a frightening experience absolutely 
I'm about to tell you more about this, but just a week ago, I was frightened in the dark when I thought I'd lost my son. I'm going to wow. tell you more about that in just a moment. Well, yours are much more, much better than mine. The last time I was frightened was when I was in bed and I heard sort of in the middle of the night banging noises outside. And it took me ages to figure out after a few days of hearing this and being slightly creeped out, is there a burglar downstairs, something like that, that it was just pigeons in the gutter. The thing that you always do in that situation is you think, I should go downstairs. And so you, you want to grab a weapon in case there's a burglar down there. And of course, you end up usually holding a tennis racket, which will be fine if the if the burglar is just going to fire tennis balls at you, because obviously you are sorted for that eventuality. Anyway, that's enough from us for a minute. Why don't you have a chat about when you were last frightened in the dark? talking that's fine just press pause otherwise we're going to keep moving so ed uh, we should probably look at the bible shouldn't we we're looking at john 1 where we hear how jesus is the light and listen carefully it's not a long story and it is hard to follow but please listen out for how we talk about jesus in this story let's listen to ian as he reads john 1 1 to 5, and then verse 12. Before the world began, there was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were made through Him. Nothing was made without Him. In Him there was life. That life was light for the people of the world. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overpowered the light. But some people did accept him. They believed in him. To them, he gave the right to become children of God. A week ago, I couldn't find my son. It was dark. It was late. We were in a big park with trees. It was time to go home but I couldn't find him. I was shouting. I was running around. After about five minutes of this, I was frightened. I couldn't see him. The shadows, the shapes, the sounds, the air felt colder, the branches felt sharper, the ground felt dangerous. I needed light. I needed lots of light. I needed daylight. I needed to see him. I needed to understand. Without light, it felt hopeless. So many trees, so much space, and nowhere to my son. Let me tell you, I did find him. 
he was safe. Darkness is horrible. We get lost. We can't find those we love. We can't tell which direction we're walking in. It's lonely. It's confusing. It's dangerous. The Bible uses how we feel about darkness to explain what life is like without God. In a broken world, with unkindness and confusion and sin and illness, without God, it's confusing and dangerous and frightening. In him, there was life. That life was light for the people of the world. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overpowered the light. When you turn the light on, the darkness goes. The light shines and the darkness goes away. Darkness never wins when the light shines. Imagine a fight between the darkness and the tiny light that you have gone to find. Does the small light shine into the dark or does the dark put the light out? That light you've found. Just press pause on this podcast for a moment and make the room you're in dark. If you're in a car, maybe it's night time. Maybe you're driving back from a great day. Just turn on one small light. Turn on the light you have found and see the difference it makes. Which wins, darkness or light? John is here reading, telling us about Jesus. Jesus is God. Jesus turns the light on. He is the light. No more fear. No more confusion. No more loneliness. Jesus came as a light into a dark world. A broken, hurting, dark world that does not know him. He is different. He is good. But some people did accept him. They believed in him. To them he gave the right to become children of God. Did you hear? Those he gave the right to become children of God is a way of saying those who are trusting in Jesus. The Bible says we become children of light. We become the light for others. We are different. We are needed. We are good. But I know being different can feel frightening. It can feel lonely. But please remember that the light always wins. The light is different to the darkness and you belong to the light. I wonder when you feel different as a child of light. Is it Halloween when your parents won't let you trick or treat? Is it different when you can't go to a Halloween party? Is it different that you pray before meals when none of your mates do? Is it different that you get told to wear clothes that cover up more skin? Is it different that Sunday is for church, but not friends' parties or football games? A friend told me a story of a time when he was 16. He'd grown up in a Christian home and the rugby club he played for, now he was an adult, were playing their games on a Sunday morning. His dad said to him, well, you're not, Ben, because we're going to church. Do you know what Ben said next, age 16? He said, you're right, Dad, I am. He didn't argue. He didn't complain. Because he just weighed it up. Church for Jesus. Rugby for tries. He chose Jesus. Age 16, 
He'd understood. We are now in the family of light. We now shine. We do not need to be afraid of the dark. The light wins. Jesus wins. We can choose Jesus. Choose Jesus this Halloween. Choose Jesus all year round. I'm going to pray. Dear Father, I thank you for Ben. I thank you that Ben grew up and there came a day when he decided to be different. He decided for Jesus. I pray, Father, we would decide for Jesus. I pray we would not be afraid to be different, that we'd understand Jesus is the light. Amen. 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 There is loads to think about there, and Ed's going to help us with Ed's Got Questions. Under fives, who always wins against the dark? Do you know? Fives to sevens, what do you want to remember when you are afraid of the dark? Eights to elevens, when do you feel like you are different because you believe in Jesus? Do you ever feel different? And then over elevens, when you next feel annoyingly different, what will you remember? What will you say to yourself in the quiet? You can either have a chat about that now or wait till the end um, when we'll put those questions at the end of the podcast again. But first, we're going to have a song. Amy, you've chosen one. What have we got? Well, I think this time of year is a great time to have your very own light party or pumpkin party in your own house. Perhaps you want to carve a Jesus Light of the World pumpkin. Perhaps you want to wave in a kitchen disco with your glow sticks. And some great tunes for doing that too are by Johnny Burns. There's a great song called... I've just forgotten because I'm now looking at the... Let Your Light Shine. (laughs) Called Let Your Light Shine. Yes, and it's a great disco one. Before almonds, and you can th- wave glow sticks in the air like you just don't care and enjoy Jesus being the light of the world. Um, but also from the lovely Randall Good game, which reminds us that we are lights, that we are the light of the world, and a city on a hill cannot be hidden. Good old Randall. Links to both of those songs, plus Michael J. Tinker's Let Your Light Shine, so you can build your own playlist. But we're going to listen to Johnny's one. Here we go. Let your light shine. Let your light shine Let your light shine Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. 
So this time of year is often when we do feel massively different from everybody else. And we need to remember that that is a good thing. We are shining like lights in the darkness for Jesus. We have the light. We have something better. I hope you enjoy enjoying Jesus this time of year and this Halloween especially. We're also going to have some instructions for how to make your Jesus Light of the World pumpkin lantern on our social media pages and people should subscribe to the podcast, shouldn't they, Jam? They totally should. And then every new podcast will appear shiny and new. Absolutely. You don't have to go and find it. It pops up. If you want to hear more about light, you can go back to a series we did on Ephesians in uh, April during lockdown and episode seven is about light. And in that, there's a little sketchy thing uh, which I did, which I'm also going to put on here now. So why don't you have a quick listen to this before we go? Brilliant. Hello, I am light. When the sun starts to rise, morning has broken, a sight for sore eyes. Daytime is over, and dark is my name. In me there is mischief. You won't get the blame. Hide in the shadows and do what you please. But you'll stumble and fall. Take the skin off your knees. Let me show you the way to the truth and the life. In darkness is freedom, indulgence and strife. You children of light, from darkness you flee. Don't spend time in places where you cannot see. Stay here. Enjoy bitterness, envy and rage. Don't turn on the light. Come with me to the grave. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead. You're part of Christ's body, and he is our head. Life's not a battle of darkness and light. There isn't a contest, not even a fight. Flick on the switch at the scene of a crime. Darkness is gone. Light wins, every time. Thanks for joining us. However you're listening to us now, come back to that device and we'll be here for you in the run-up to Christmas. As soon as December comes, we'll be there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Ed's will to live. I can just literally see leaving his body. My fear is that the two of you have now misunderstood what facts are. My fa- what? Tiger Wee smells like buttered... <laughs> smells like buttered popcorn. That could save your life, Ed, because you could be out in a jungle. You could suddenly smell... You're hungry. You smell popcorn, buttered popcorn, and it's a trap. Jam, it's only your editing time you're wasting right now. <laughs> it's good to have an outtake, Jam. And here are those questions one more time for you to be able to chat through together. Under fives, who always wins against the dark? Do you know? Fives to sevens, what do you want to remember when you are afraid of the dark? Eights to elevens, when do you feel like you are different because you believe in Jesus? Do you ever feel different? And then over 11s, 
When you next feel annoyingly different, what will you remember? What will you say to yourself in the quiet? A nautical mile is one point two actual miles. <laughs>